here at the 2010 International Wine Fest here in Austin, and we are here with Imad Zakak and Tom Cease. Thank you for joining us today on Austin Hellenic Radio. And to start out our interview today, tell us a little bit more about the IOCC, the International Orthodox Christian Charities, and the work that this organization does globally, and a little bit about its history as well. Uh, International Orthodox Christian Charities was created in 1992 by the by the uh, bishops of the Orthodox Church of America to be a humanitarian aid arm for distribution of humanitarian aid throughout the world. It was created right after the fall of communism with all the needs in Eastern Europe. And so the focus initially was Eastern Europe countries. Since then, we've expanded into Africa. We've been in Ethiopia. We've been in, in, in you name the country, West Bank, Jerusalem, all over the world, United States, uh, Greece. We helped out through the fires. We've helped out in Louisiana after the hurricane. We've distributed over $330 million worth of aid in the last 20 years. In 2012 will be our 20th anniversary. I've served on the board in the last 12 years. The very important mission, 92 cents of every dollar IOCC receives goes to benefit individuals. And what's more important is for every dollar we raise, we use that to leverage seven other dollars, seven other dollars in grants from either federal governments or our, our institutions, our foundations. And the IOCC does not exclusively do work in Orthodox countries. Uh, it, it is strictly, uh, uh, it is, there's no application of religious or anything, and it's all walks of life. Are sort of, uh, we have a significant number of projects in Lebanon. We're over 150 schools in Lebanon. We've renovated most of that in Muslim countries. So uh, religious affiliations has no concept with IOCC. It is there to serve humanitarian person regardless of the person's background. What are some initiatives that the IOCC is currently working on around the world? Throughout the world, for example, we, we provide, I think, which is one of the more interesting programs, we do a micro-loan program where we help individuals start businesses up. For example, in this country, we may have we've established bakeries. We've actually helped farmers re re replant their crops when they were devastated. And, and in Ethiopia, we're helping with the AIDS outbreak and prioritizing AIDS. Like I said, in the West Bank, we rebuilt schools. In Lebanon, we rebuilt schools. After the hurricane, we rebuilt housing, but we also importantly linked out with the various uh, counselors throughout the country to provide uh, counseling to individuals that, that are in stress as a result of a disaster situation. And you've also even been involved in some initiatives in Greece as well. Yes, in Greece we've been involved in, in from school projects, but I think the last and the most important one recently as a result of the Greece fires. It was devastating to a lot of the small farmers, ranchers, sheep herders. An example of a sheep herder lost all of his sheep, all of his pigs, his barns and food products. We've gone back in and helped them reestablish his farm. And the IOCC also has a metropolitan committee right here in Austin. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, uh, the history of the local committee and some of the projects. It, it is very important for IOCC to raise money. We rely on our local committee structure all over the United States, from San Francisco to New York to Chicago to Atlanta, and Austin, Texas has a committee to raise money for IOCC. And this event is hosted by the local committee, so I'll turn it over to the local committee. Yeah, so I'll go on. The, actually, the Austin committee has been formed 
celebrated just last year, just about a year now. We're on to our anniversary. And uh, we started just by sitting in a room once, getting an introduction about IOCC, and we signed on to start brainstorming different events that would raise not only awareness about IOCC's doings, but also to raise funds for them here locally from the Austinites. And um, so far this year, uh, I'd like to add that we've organized uh, a boat cruise on Town Lake, we've had dance lessons, and finally came up with this uh, Austin International Wine Festival. How many people got together to form the uh, local committee here in Austin, and did they represent perhaps the local Orthodox churches, any other local organizations? We currently have under 10 people, just a handful. We're starting, we're, we're growing slowly, and we're counting on the volunteerism and the good hearts of people. We started with, uh, specifically with Orthodox Christians, and uh, throughout our campaign to get the word out, uh, we've received a couple of names from various other religions, for not necessarily religions, I should say, from the local populace. Uh, one was, for example, from uh, our uh, event with the boat crews. He got so interested that he decided he'll join us and volunteer. We also got another volunteer at it during the Mediterranean Festival, one of the visitors who lives in Austin and uh, was very interested in the works of IOCC and the good deeds that are being done. Especially from us volunteers to fellow volunteers, they appreciate that. And right now we're sitting here at the Wine Fest. Uh, how did the idea for the Wine Fest come about in the first place? Well, it's, this uh, idea came up maybe uh, about four, three months ago, in fact. It's a very little time, but we came up with this about three months ago. And it was a result of assessing what can both get the word out for IOCC, not just to Orthodox Christians, but the rest of the community within Austin, as well as an event that Austinites would love to attend. And so we looked at the calendar, and all we saw was a spring wine festival in Austin. Well, how about a fall wine festival? I don't see a wine and a fall wine festival. Um, so we decided to go for that, and that way people will contribute to a less commercial event, but rather know that their money is actually going towards supporting less fortunate people around the world. And the proceeds of today's Wine Fest are going toward uh, the various clauses that the IOCC is involved in, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. As Mr. Susan mentioned earlier, all the projects that are currently going on in the Middle East, Russia and Pakistan, as well as Greece and Haiti, the Central America, uh, the Caribbean, all proceeds here through pure donations. I mean, this is a free event, although we're hoping people donate from their hearts as well as a silent auction in the back that we have going on with various items will go straight to the programs. And as we mentioned, it's 92 cents of every dollar actually goes towards the programs. And I need to mention that we specifically focused on local businesses in the silent auction because that's the second purpose, is to advertise for local businesses. So it's a double benefit. And I think we need to thank the owners of Twin Liquors for hosting it here at the store. I think the Al Jabbar and the Jabbar family a great host for us, a great event. 
And this is at the Twin Liquors at Hancock Center, so very close to the University of Texas. Um, how many wines are being featured at the Wine Fest today? We have at least a dozen here, and I'll just name a few to mention. And they're fairly international. I've seen the, some of the Lebanese wines, South American wine, German and uh, French wines, as well as North American and South American. To mention a few, we got Las Olas Rueda, if my Spanish uh, pronunciation is correct. We got Los Cowboys Malbec, and we got Toreo Tempralino, uh, Santa Elena Merlot Varietal, and we got a Windy Lane Cabernet from Napa Valley, just to name a few. So a very diverse selection of wines, and in addition to the wines, there's also, as you mentioned, uh, some other things going on as well. There's the silent auction in the back. You mentioned that local businesses have contributed uh, items to the silent auction. There's also some food in the back. Absolutely. Um, so it seems like a lot of a, a lot of stuff overall going on. There's live music as well. Yeah. Uh, who, who's actually performing the live music today? So three generous people. They've volunteered their time to play for us. The first one was uh, the, the jazzy tunes. That was so we started with Rigel Thurston. He played the jazzy tunes for us earlier, and uh, soon in a few minutes we'll get started with Celia Dufresne. Uh, followed by that, her we'll have uh, Susanna Lee, who's a uh, great uh, pianist as well as a vocalist. So we'll have a variety of laid-back, chill-out music going on as people savor the wines and try out the appetizers and just feel the vibe for a good cause. And what are some of the uh, businesses and organizations that have lent their support uh, to today's event? Well, I'd say the firstly, i got to mention Twin Liquors. They've been very nice and gener uh, generously donating the venue for us, as well as the wine tasting. And we also got some food items towards the appetizers from New Flower Market. And uh, others have been businesses for massages, acupunctures, and so on, from Swanson Chiropractic, for example. We also have uh, Elite Dentistry, Texas Rowing Center, Randall's, Phoenicia Bakery, Town Lake YMCA, uh, Jimmy John's, we have Yoga Yoga involved as well, Longevity Wellness, Esquina Tango for those people who like to dance, uh, we got Salon Hush for perfecting your hair, uh, Camp Gladiator if you're going to get back in shape, and we got various local artists being... Billy Olsey donated one of the icons, great icons I should mention, you should check it out if you haven't so already. It is worth a million bucks I'd say, I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Uh, we got Jerry Farman who donated some jewelry, uh, we got John Haddad, donated a very popular item today, cigars. They're hide items. They were the most popular item in the silent auction so far. Yeah, absolutely. They're we're missing them for us. <laughs> yeah. We even got an electric toothbrush for kids from Philips Sony Care. Uh, that's Sophia Luque. Uh, Valley Papas, more artwork, as well as uh, Christine Massey, a couple of art pieces. And Tatiana uh, Houston, Nikolovsky. Houston donated a great piece of art back there. It's, uh, it's, uh, 
it's got a religious background to it. It's got some of that fancy uh, detail found only in icons in traditional Russian or low East European art. And of course, some support uh, for today's event was also given by the uh, the Philosophical Society of the Transfiguration Greek Orthodox Church here in Austin as well. And I actually uh, got to speak to Father Vasilios of the uh, Greek Orthodox Church just a few moments ago. Uh, he had to leave, but uh, he was here, and uh, I've seen a few other people from the church as well. Yeah, that is correct. Sorry, I missed that part. <laughs> I should mention all those too. Michael Anita Glaros, Dan King, uh, Dr. Brandon and Jennifer Suiz, Stuart and Corey Yoder, Sabine Casus, Dr. Peter and Linda Gangos, Peter and Cynthia Price, Thomas and Christine Hughes, and Marco and Lisa Gielentich. And I appreciate all their help and support in this because we intend to repeat it. Are there any future events that are being planned by the uh, local Austin committee of the IOCC? You know, after this event, I think we'll take a little break, relax a bit, and come back and brainstorm a little more. And the, depending on the outcome of this event, if we're getting lots of support from the Austinites that we so depend on, we hope to repeat this event and grow it into something bigger, hopefully expanding to an outside venue and involving more people and establishments. It's um, important to raise money, but it's also important to expose the mission of IOCC yeah. to more individuals. The more they're aware of IOCC, other fundraisers can come down the road to help leverage money. Thanks to the uh, previous boat cruise that we had on Town Lake, we managed to get the word out. And also, I guess, thanks to the media that we have currently with Facebook, Austin 360, as well as 365, we've managed to get the word out. So I'm hoping more and more people file through the door. Where can our listeners find out more information about the IOCC and about the local uh, Austin committee? Well, we'd encourage everybody to look at, we do have a website for that. And the main one is www.iocc.org. Uh, specifically for Austin, if you'd like to check out the latest event that's going to happen, you just add a slash Austin after that and you'll see what's going on. Right now even, as we speak, the um, wine festival advertising has been on that Austin directory. As well as Facebook, we've created the event for that. And uh, But again, I encourage you to go ahead and look through iocc.org and look at the great works that they've been done, that has been done throughout the years, as well as the current projects going on, and they'll speak for themselves. I mean, 92 cents of every dollar goes towards these programs, and we uh, thank people for their generosity in helping that produce fruit. So www.iocc.org and www.iocc.org slash Austin for whatever's happening locally. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time to join us today on Austin Planet Radio. I wish you a lot of luck with the rest of today's event and into the future. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for giving thank your, you time for your time today. Thank you. thank you for your time and in your listeners' interest. We appreciate you coming in here, and it's great to be on Atlantic Radio. Appreciate it as well. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mike.